This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Welcome to Episode 6 of our seven-part series on leadership lessons learned from Dr. Martin Luther King. In Episode 6, we're talking about inspiring others with vivid word pictures. Last time, we talked about the power of inclusive vision. And in the long game, you really cannot disenfranchise others without disenfranchising yourself. And maybe the more powerful corollary is that there's real power and there's real forward movement in unity. So as we talk about inspiring others with vivid word pictures, I want you to remember this is one of Dr. King's greatest gifts and assets, being able to paint those word pictures, word pictures that engaged both the intellect and the emotions. His words are what I would call fluid poetry that evokes compelling imagery and the necessity to act. So I want to give some examples. When he was giving a speech in Montgomery, Alabama, related to the Montgomery bus boycott and the Rosa Parks incident, there were a couple of things he said there. One, he said, you know, my friends, there comes a time when people get tired of being trampled over by the iron feet of oppression. There comes a time, my friends, when people get tired of being plunged across the abyss of humiliation, where they experience the bleakness of nagging despair. There comes a time when people get tired of being pushed out of the glittering sunlight of life's July and left standing amid the piercing chill of an alpine November. Imagine those words. He talks about iron feet of oppression. He talks about being plunged across the abyss of humiliation. He talks about the glittering sunshine of life's July and the contrasting chill of alpine November. Dr. King was very good at his ability to juxtapose those opposites. And continuing a little bit on that, he further says, we, the disinherited of this land, we who have been oppressed so long are tired of going through the long night of captivity. And now we're reaching out for the daybreak of freedom and justice and equality. May I say to you, my friends, as I come to a close, that we must keep God in the forefront. Just imagine those words about this long night of captivity in contrast to the daybreak of freedom and justice. So again, he's showing us those opposites. And similarly, when he was talking um, in the I Have a Dream speech, which was in Washington, D.C., he said things like, a hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. So just picture that. Picture an island 
and the island is poverty, then this ocean is this vast prosperity. Then he says, now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksand of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. You got quicksand of injustice and the solid rock of brotherhood. And he says, with this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. So we move from jangling discord to beautiful symphony, from mountain of despair to stone of hope. Dr. King was also very masterful, not only at painting those word pictures of opposites and showing that there's movement that can occur from one condition to the next. He was very good at calling out the deeper values, deeper values that are deeply rooted in the American dream. So, for example, he called out values such as all men are created equal. Number two, my country tis of the sweet land of liberty. And then three, let freedom ring. And he was talking about letting freedom ring from the mountaintops. And he named mountains all across the United States, covering the whole country, including out here, the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, where I live. He included it all. That was, again, him being inclusive in terms of using that language with the mountains and painting that picture of what was possible. As you can see, calling people to the deeper ideals, values, and commitments that they aspire to and that they believe in is really important. As you can also see, creating word pictures have a tremendous power to motivate and move people. So when you think about yourself as a leader in the workplace, what deeper values and ideals are you calling people to? What word pictures are you painting and creating that engage their intellect and emotions to move forward? Something to think about. been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. For more information, please visit my website, transleadership.com. Music